What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Hi, Nick. Hi. Oh, my God. It sounded for a second like you were opening five at a time. I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. How many of these do you drink? Mm, Ten every ten minutes. Do you think you have an addiction? You have an addiction. Okay. Whoa. whoa, I'll kill you. Whoa. Whoa. That was not the reaction. I was expecting (sighs) to a question about LaCroix. (sighs) Um, I've got terrible news, though. Oh, no. Yeah. I went to LaCroix yesterday. Um, You went to LaCroix? No, I went to Costco. Oh, I was like, okay. Did you like... they no longer have LaCroix, or at least they didn't have LaCroix, and that's never happened. And uh, anyway, I had to get some spin drift, and it it caused a whole rift in my family. (laughs) I thought you were going to like, you thought you were saying like, I went to LaCroix, I held the place up. <laughs> sure. Was and now like, I just oh, have a lot of it. Oh, no. <laughs> Could not flip it. Well, well, I mean, why would you flip it? You're obsessed. Yeah, there's no reason to. Anyway. I would be shocked if you did flip it. I'd be like, this isn't right. He's not acting normal. He would never get rid of that much LaCroix. Um, well, then I guess... Whenever this heist happens, I'm going to have to keep it a secret from you. 
because I don't want you in my business. Mm-mm. Wait, you're doing a heist? Like, why are you not including me in your heist? Um, are we not friends? <laughs> look, friends include friends in heist. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like, it's a one-man heist. Okay, oh. so you're out. What? Yeah. I feel like I didn't, I didn't even get the opportunity to audition to be the one man. <laughs> it's only me, baby. Okay, you know what? All right, let's talk Lone about Lone Juan DeMarco. So I think you know, because I texted you, this episode. What do you mean, I know because you texted me? I watched it. No. Yes, no shit. But I'm gonna. I was gonna say. I think you know how I feel because I texted you about this episode. I might cry recapping this episode. I was so devastated. Whatever, dude. I'm like too cool for tears. But Stop. Have at it. Admit that you have feelings. I will admit nothing. You felt what happened to Kiko in this episode. Admit it. Look, dude. Here's the thing. Captain Sandy is not fun to work for. Look, fucking Hannah is all hopped up on Valium. And Kiko didn't want to stay. Kiko's going to be great. You know why? Because Kiko has a great fucking attitude and everybody loves Kiko. I would hire Kiko, you know? It's like, I know he could do it. I know he got a little overwhelmed. But Are you crying? boy, would that wouldn't that be a great uh, energy in my kitchen? Oh, I love him so much. It sounded like you got a little emotional for a second. Maybe I'm just a little stuffy. Okay, sure, bud. You could just admit that this episode nah, hurt man, you. Man, it's like uh, allergies. Are you kidding me? I'm a. I don't cry. I I okay. work out. <laughs> okay, there's no correlation between the two. Um, That's a quote from a movie. Oh, who said that? Uh, ben Stiller and Starsky and Hutch. Oh. And I love it. And I say it all the time. Okay. Well, I don't believe you. I think you do cry. And I think this got you as fucked up as it got me. And unfortunately, uh, I will not take any other answer. And that's it. Uh, End of discussion. Yeah. All End right, of discussion. Look, you got me. End of discussion. You are as you emotional as I am. It was incredible. I'm still crying. Exactly. I cry at shows like this exactly. where I don't care about anybody. I cry about it. Exactly. And you do care. You care oh about Kiko. God. I mean, not enough to cry. I feel like if a hawk came down oh, no. and ripped out all of their eyeballs, Jesus I would not Christ. cry. What the fuck? Look, I mean, they're good people. That's not what I'm saying. I just don't know them. You're out of control. I'll tell you that much. All right, let's. Yeah, I guess I could walk that back. (laughs) Stupid. I hope they don't get eyeballs ripped out. I hope that was obvious the whole time. I'm just in a scenario in which this was inevitable, and I, I couldn't save them. You know, you could always. I kick myself every day because I couldn't save. I couldn't save them. You choose not to save. You don't understand. I couldn't save them. Mm, You could have. I could have, yeah, but I was on a very expensive yacht trip, and I really just wanted to have a good time. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get into this. Uh, devastation has hit. <sighs> like, it's going to be hard for me to talk about this show, this episode, but I will. And if I start crying, please bear with me. I really, I was broken 
by what happened to Kiko in this episode. So we're talking season five, episode nine. Forever the most devastating episode of this entire series. Seven, eight, nine. You know, best episodes. All right. So what's happening? <laughs> yeah, Nick. Best episode ever. <laughs> oh, come on. Get it together. I can't. I'm so I'm not going to do this with you crying the whole time. Yes, you this is a little. This is a little insight into how uh, Lyra and I argue. Oh, come on. Get Come back when you're done crying. I can't even understand you. Oh, my God. uh, Am I a monster? Yes. What? But I'm so good every other place. I mean, you're a monster for sure. Sure, sure, sure. That's hard to argue. All right. What's happening? We're talking Below Deck, Season 5, Mediterranean, Episode 9. So we continue with Captain Sandy (laughs) talking to Kiko and letting him know that he has to kill it in this next charter or else. What if I literally cried at every note? That'd be dope. The rest of the crew is working on flipping the boat before they go out. And Kiko says Captain Sandy's words hurt him a lot. But he's going to show her everything he knows. And he gets very emotional. It breaks my heart. I just want to hold him and be like, you know what? You kill it. Jess's finger is starting to feel a little better, but it's still swollen. But she at least doesn't have that like giant hand cast on. I'm starting to like that thing. How so? Why? I don't even get it. Like, why? No, I just, I don't know, man. I think it was like a good character piece, you know? Like, it really sets people apart. Like, if everybody has different injuries, you know, like if this were the Warriors, you know, and it would be like, you know, the guy who lost his eye and the peg leg guy. And it's like, it's just easier to tell them apart. So I like that someone had a giant hand wound. Yeah. I was like, right, right, hey, hand wound, girl. Yeah, Jess, right? Oh. Right, with the hand wound. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I also tell people apart. No, I just knew I learned their names and their faces. So uh, next charter meeting. But isn't hand- it weird, like, if you see a girl with, like, a hand wound and then you meet her uh, boyfriend and he's like, hello, there's no way I beat her. You know, like, what? I'm putting two and two together, and I'm thinking, Rob, you're doing something to this girl. I don't know he's a nice guy. I'm not, I didn't watch Below Deck Med Season 5. I'm, this is a um, hypothetical person. Of course, I did watch it. Right. I'm sorry. I got confused. You're implying that if you met a guy and he says, the first thing he says to you is, I don't beat her, it clearly means he does? Yeah. I mean... That can't be the first thing you do if you don't. Like, that's not a, that's not even in the first 10 minutes is stuff I say to people when Lyra and I meet them. That's a, like second 10 minutes conversation. Oh, by the way, now that you know I'm funny and a good hang, I do not have a problem with domestic violence. Good, good, good. No, no, no. I know sometimes if you don't say it, people don't know it. Like, I don't want to bring it up, but I just, I am a good guy. And I, it's what important. What is going on right now? That. <laughs> what is going on right I now? I was just telling you how I go out to dinner with people. Okay. Every double date we have, the second 10 minutes, it is devoted to me and what I do not do, definitely do not do. Uh, back to you. I, uh, I want this to end. 
No problem. Okay. Uh, <laughs> next charter meeting with Hannah, Captain Sandy, Kiko, and Malia. We have a guy named Sean Foote. Uh, and his wife, Crystal Foot are coming on board. He's an accomplished entrepreneur. She's an ad exec. Were you able to get their likes and dislikes? Sean Foot. The fuck? Yeah. What? D- what? Sean Foot. What the fuck? That's his name. What do you want me to say? It's freaking ridiculous. All right. Sean Foot. That's what you want. Oh, with an E. Oh, well, why didn't you say that? Excuse me. Sean Footy. Sean Footy and Crystal Footy, location Atlanta E, Georgia E. Sean Foot is an accomplished entrepreneur who wears many hats in the business world. He's a financial wealth advisor, record label owner, and real estate developer. Sean's wife, Crystal, is a successful advertising executive. Sean has been close friends with Richard since grade school uh since grammar school sorry the two were even roommates in college close friends who are also business partners richard's wife karen is a successful realtor karen and richard went to elementary and high school together but they didn't meet what i should chill (laughs) okay sorry (laughs) But they didn't meet until 20 years later. At their high school reunion, Corey and his wife, Barbara, are high school sweethearts who have been together since they were 15 years old. Awful. They're celebrating their 15th wedding anniversary. Awful. On this trip, Chris and his wife, my fam, own their own law firm, and are excited to join their longtime friends on this trip. This group of friends are deeply rooted and have shared some major experiences together. They are determined to top all of them. Uh, uh, they wanted to go here and they're looking forward to the beautiful town of Solier. Oh, Lord, kill me. Thank you so much for those likes and dislikes. Yeah, so they're bringing longtime friends. They didn't give you any likes and dislikes. They didn't show us any, you weirdo. Oh. Um, you didn't listen to that at all, did you? Yes, I did. I heard every single one with you doing your I ha- I make theater, mm-hmm. and you don't even listen. I mm. listen, duh. <laughs> yeah, they're bringing long- longtime friends. The main primary likes beef patties, beef sliders, fried chicken, nachos, oysters. And then there's going to be an anniversary celebration for two of the friends. And they also want to go down into town to shop and they want a casino poker night plus a 90s night and it's going to be a four-day charter baby now bugs pronounces this town as solier mm-hmm. but it's it's spelled s-o-l-l-e-r and i just cannot figure it out well solier yeah like well where's that extra syllable coming from solier it don't make no damn sense. I think Bug's crazy. Solier. So, I don't yes, know. Yes, are you broken? I'm trying to think, like, how I honestly don't know. Yeah, well, that's what's my problem. Now we're back to where we began. All right, here, are you listening to this? I'm mm-hmm. turning all the way up. Okay. Didn't hear anything. It hasn't played. No. <laughs> it's just wheeling. Oh, okay. Well, this is going well. 
Oh, I'm in the. Okay, hold on. Yeah, you there? You ready? Soya. You hear that? Soya. Soya. Okay, so she is adding an extra. Soya. Soya. So yeah. Soya. Okay. All right. We figured it out. Yeah. We're the queens of everything. Wow. I mean, I know I am. I just you're new here. Oh, shut up. I'm the queen. No, I'm the queen. You're the king. You're right. So Jess says she's due to have another successful Stupid relationship. King. What? Nobody likes the king. Queen rules. Name a king you like exactly. Oh, wait. What? Uh T'Challa. Oh, wow. Yeah, I forgot about that total real dude. <laughs> He's a king people like. You're right. King of Wakanda. That real character is a good answer to that question. You said name a king people like, and I did exactly that, and now I'm getting backlash? <laughs> He's not a king. <laughs> well, RIP your mentions, dude. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, but... A chill ran through my own body when I said that. <laughs> I've never seen someone take a gun, put it right to their foot, and go sayonara like you wow. just did. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. And I guess I shouldn't say what I wanted to about RBG now. Oh, wow. no. No, no, no. So, yes, Jess says she's due to have a, a successful relationship at this point, and she's hoping to have that with Rob. Oh, Rob. And Alex tells Bugs that he isn't going to drink tonight because he wants to have a chance with her. And he says when he drinks, he can't perform. And Bugs is like, yeah, sure. This flirtation between Bugs and Alex is so deeply uninteresting to me because I'm like, get together or don't quit with the flirting. I Guess what? They're not even me. flirting. I don't see them flirting. Well, Alex is like flirting with her and she's being like, oh my God, stop every time. Yeah, it's, she's not. She doesn't seem very encouraging. I don't see what, like, I don't see an attraction. You know what I mean? Also, I just don't see why people flip over bugs. I mean, she's got, I, you know, I've got history with her. Yeah. And I think I'm roping a lot of person. I think if I just saw bugs, I'd be like, damn. But now I'm like, ugh, remember that speech she gave to Hannah at the end of the season last year? I mean... Yeah, you, I mean, yeah, you, yeah. I got too too much backstory. Yeah, you've seen the baggage. Yeah. Yeah, so everyone is ready to go out and, ha okay, Hannah steals wow. my bit, and Hannah says Bugs looks like one of her table settings because she has so many clips and accessories in, and I'm like, how could you steal my bit, Hannah? I thought we were cool. Whatever, man. I guess I'll let this slide. But Bug says she really knows how to accessorize. And I'm like, bitch, you, you take everything in your jewelry box and you put it all on at once. I wouldn't say you're accessorizing. I would say you're going overboard. Wow, that's really hurtful. Who's this? It's me. And you are? Bugs. Okay, yeah, <laughs> nice. All right. Well, Kiko stays behind to focus and rest. He doesn't go out with everyone because he just Kiko needs to do Kiko. And I understand. Uh, yeah. Kiko needs a Kiko in the pantos. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, you're right, though. Uh, so he says he came from a country where opportunities are not as 
much as like in first world countries. So when you get an opportunity, it doesn't matter if you can do it or not. You always try because it is your chance to do well and make it out. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so devastating to hear that like this was his chance and he doesn't get very many chances. And again, I'm just going to try and hold it together for the rest of the episode because I love Kiko. Every time we get a chance in Brazil, we know it is our last chance. And if you fail to capitalize on that chance, you have to live in City of God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back after that. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. If you're looking to upgrade your wallet, you need to turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. If you're paying for vacations with whatever card is in your wallet— you could be missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. You can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. And we're back. I wonder how, if Kiko has seen City of God. Probably, right? Uh, yeah. They made one good movie. <sighs> I think he's seen it. And it's a good TV show, too. TV show? Yeah, they made a TV show based on the movie, and it's also really good. Hmm, I missed it. Yeah. I miss everything. Because I'm too busy watching this show. Over and over and over and over again. Well, everyone missed that. I had to, like, watch it pirated. I don't oh. know if it ever came. Oh, so illegal. Oh, Did- man. <laughs> oh, who, who, who am I talking to right now? <laughs> this- you are the queen. How do you watch Below Deck? Why don't you tell everybody? Oh, weird that you brought that up. Uh, yeah? I got to go. All right, so <laughs> at dinner... Bug says Alex is really cute, but she holds back on relationships because she feels rejection. And this, 
This next anecdote she tells is everything you need to know about Bugsy. She says when she was 14 years old, she met the first guy she really liked, but instead he told her that she wasn't the one for him. And that was a huge turning point for her in her life. And so she set herself up to never have heartbreak again. You were 14 years old, my queen. You need to get therapy and move on at this point. What do you mean you don't date because at 14, some idiot other male 14-year-old said he wasn't into you? I vowed never to be hurt again, not even for one minute. I I implored my teeth to grow out extra far to <laughs> repel the men. Jesus Christ, Nick. I, I don't know. I just think like, honey, you got to move on from that. You got to try and put yourself out there or you'll never find love. I had to learn the hard way. I had to trap Zach in a wall behind my bathroom and chain him to a radiator. Okay? Now, if I hadn't put myself out there like that, would I have found love? No, honey. I wouldn't have. So, take my advice. Kidnap a man. Chain him to a radiator in a false wall behind your bathroom. Behind the bathroom. (laughs) And Stockholm Syndrome him into loving you. I mean, come on. It's not hard. And it put the lotion in the basket, right? (laughs) Are you having a stroke? What the fuck are you talking about? It put the lotion in the basket. Okay, let's move forward because Nick is drunk again. So Um, That's from Silence of the Lambs. Okay, haven't seen it. Every single person that's listening to this knew what I meant. Okay, well, then... I applaud you. Thank you. Okay. So after dinner, uh, they go to the club. and Hannah's, to the club. And Hannah's all down and sad and sitting alone because she says the one person she connected with is Kiko, and he's not even here. So she's literally just sitting around staring at the wall the whole time. And Malia's like, I think, okay, you know what? You know who I would love to push off this boat? Oh, no, don't say it. Malia. Um, no. Yes, Malia. She's too short. You try to push her over, you you miss her head by a foot. <sighs> yeah, she's running around part. down there with Gene. Wait, Glenn. What's his name? Jesus. Glenn. Gene. I shortened his name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're crazy for that one. Uh, Malia thinks Hannah is on edge because that morning Captain Sandy had to wake up Bugs to save the day for service, and that gets under Hannah's skin. And now Malia and Bugs are talking shit about Kiko. They're like, we don't care how nice you are. You just can't cut it as a chef on a super yacht. And they're like, yeah, and Jess is not being a good enough third stew. And I'm like, you guys are both so shady and lame. Like, Jess is a third stew. That's technically an entry-level position, like Captain Sandy has said in the past. So train her, Bugs, if you don't think she's doing good enough. I mean, come on. Get the fuck out of here. She's also not that bad. She just doesn't do laundry very well. Whatever. She's like, kill- she's learning in the table setups. Like, she's actually learning from Bugs how to set up good tables. Yeah, Fucking she's getting dumb. good. Not as good as Bugs. Well, no, because But Bugs-, Bugs has been doing it since birth. They're like, well, where am I supposed to find the decorations? And they're like, Bugs is wearing them again. <sighs> yeah, it's that's crazy. Tough. That's tough. When you're trying to learn. And one person is wearing all the decorations you have to work with. Yeah. It's Where am tough. I? 
Where am I right now? So oh, uh, back on the boat, Kiko is playing music, his guitar, having a glass of wine to unwind. And he says he will not quit. And he has his parents drive in him. And when he was a kid, they had a painting store and it started to grow fast. And then people started to steal from them. And his dad was broke at 50 years, 54 years old. But today they are okay. They got back and his dad was a fighter and they never quit. And you don't stop trying. And a part of me is like, what? Wait, what? Some of his stories are lost in translation. People started to steal from their paint company. So they went broke. Yeah. Like, what? I don't even understand. Clearly, I am dumb and don't understand. Yeah, exactly no, how that I works. wanted to talk to you about that. You're dumb. Is it because there's like massive corruption in Brazil that like somehow it led to like their business being fucked over? Uh, look, have you not seen City of God? <laughs> okay, stop bringing up City of God and every correlation okay. to Kiko. Okay, I'll I'll Google it. So um, back on the boat that night, Jess says she manifested Rob into her life. Uh, Her spiritual therapist told her to write down a list of the things you want in a guy. And she's like, I wanted a guy, like a guy who was intuitive, but not an emotional train wreck, a reformed bad boy and a nice guy. I'm like, what the fuck? Who thinks of these things? Who's like, a reform bad boy. He's got leather jackets, but he doesn't wear them. And uh, yeah, I guess she found exactly that in Rob. She manifested Rob, which a part of me thinks, is Rob real? Do you think Rob uh, is real? Yeah, Rob's real. Okay. Are you sure? Or did you manifest him? Well... No, because he he's on the deck crew, right? Is he? Huh. Is he? Um, I think, I don't know. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. So we're going to have to keep a close eye on Rob because it's not clear if he's real or not at this point because Jess has manifested him. <sighs> this is like, what is that one? Shutter Island all over again or any other movie that's like this where at the end we find out that Rob's doesn't exist and Jess like you know <laughs> when they flash back and Jess has just been kissing the mirror and like talking to no one this whole time she's like just laughing at, yeah. at no jokes yeah. one of his great jokes and Rob has never existed this whole time like at the end Malia's like man it was really tough doing this entire charter uh, down a deckhand and Jess is like what do you mean what about Rob and they're like, who's Rob? And then she looks at the camera and it's like, flashback, 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 flashback. Rob never existed, did? Oh, God. I got to get this trademarked, copyrighted, so no one steals this great idea I just came up with. <laughs> Whoa. No, it's good for sure. <laughs> Shut up. All right. So... Yeah, they're back in the crew mess after partying. And Alex is really drunk and his eyes are like dead. Like he's that drunk. And I was like, I thought you weren't going to drink tonight. And he's like trying to tell Bugs he respects her a lot. And then he starts slurring and saying a bunch of nonsense and it makes no sense. And he's like, and I, I like, see, I like, so, and you know, I'm just trying. And she's like, what? And he just says nothing at the end. Then he just gives up and goes to bed. And I am like, hey, Alex, you're blowing it. Okay, everyone goes to bed. It's the next day. 
So um, Hannah has another stew meeting, and she says Bugs and her will be on lunch and dinner service so the service can be flawless, but they need to support Kiko as much as possible. And everyone's talking about how their laundry's missing, so Hannah tells Jess they need to figure that shit out ASAP. And she's like, okay. And Captain Sandy overhears Hannah later on asking the deck crew what they're missing from laundry. And Captain Sandy tells Hannah that Jess has to get it right this charter or they're finding another third stew because she's tired of all her excuses. Then Hannah lets Jess know and she gets annoyed. Jess gets annoyed and says, Hannah missing things has been falling down on her. And then we see that she was the one who told Hannah that the guests wanted to have breakfast at 9 a.m. that morning when things felt fell through that, I think, the morning before with the service. And now this laundry thing is possibly going to get her fired and Jess is not happy about it. And then Malia talks to Jess and, and tells her that things don't fall, all fall on her. This is a top-to-bottom orga- organizational chain. And so Hannah needs to be more on it as well. Uh, yeah, I bet you found all that very interesting, Nick. Uh, no, I uh, almost killed myself. Okay, so the guests are arriving, and they look fabulous. And the main primary's wife, Crystal, tells Kiko that they're going to have to talk because everything goes smoothly in regards to the food. And Kiko's like, oh, great, (sighs) great, because Kiko cannot win. And he should win because he's a great guy. Uh, whatever, man. He doesn't have enough confidence. Well, it's hard to have confidence when Captain Sandy's walking around and being like, your gravy looks ugly. It's just well, unnecessary. It looks ugly. It doesn't need to look beautiful. It's gravy. It's like dirt-colored sauce. Like It just needs to taste good. I don't go look around my gravy and be like, sorry, this gravy don't look good. As long as it tastes good, I'm fucking happy. God, nothing makes me angrier than someone coming for my boy, Kiko. I love him. I love Kiko. And you know what, Nick? He's actually replacing you to host this podcast now. And we're going to have so much fun. And you're going to be so jealous and upset with yourself forever not respecting Kiko. Uh, I doubt it. I mean, I'm probably not going to... Think about Kiko again. To what be the fuck? Excuse me, hold on. What the fuck? What the fuck? Can I tell you, um, I was trying to order some pot. Great. Go ahead. Okay. And so I was ordering an ounce, right? That's mm-hmm. how I do. And I uh, found this ounce of Durban poison. I'm sorry. Or you two- Durban poison? Durban poison. Okay. Yeah. It's a sativa. And nobody uh, asked, but go ahead. Uh, it's two hundred and fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then so uh, I found it a twenty percent off c- coupon, you know, code mm-hmm. for this. And then it said, "Great, that's eighty six dollars off." Mm-hmm. Which I thought, wow, that's a lot more than twenty percent off. Dope. So then the sub, <laughs> Dope, the, I get it. So uh, yeah, and then the subtotal is three hundred and forty-four dollars. Okay, which means that when I used the code, it doubled the price of what I was ordering, and then took twenty percent off. So now it's a hundred and thirty dollars extra. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. How does that work? I don't know. So I'm probably not going to get it. 
That's so dumb. Are you? Sh- it was it like a twice get two and then get a percentage off? No, and it also it doesn't have two in the cart. It's just one. Hmm. And if you take it off, then it goes back to being just two hundred and fifteen dollars. That's dumb. You should call the company. I just texted them. Oh. So anyway, that's what I was doing, and I'm sorry. So anyway, uh, this Brazilian dude is going back to Sao Paulo. Yeah. Uh, we don't know that he's from Sao Paulo, do we? Did he say that? Uh, no, I'm just saying Brazil stuff. Okay, well, learn learn a little about Kiko, okay? And it's Sao Paulo. That's not San Paulo. I didn't say San. I said Sao. Mm, you said San, and the beautiful thing about this is there's a rewind button. <laughs> so everyone listening to this, okay, fine. Maybe they, at A, they all got that reference earlier, and B, they're going to be able to go back and look at how stupid you are. It's Santa Paulata. Okay. So Alex says he's when he was coming out of high school, he had a 1.9 GPA and a learning disability, and he had a tough time. But his twin sister had a 4.0 GPA. And I'm like, oh, damn. And he says once he got into yachting, he was finally in his element and he didn't have to open a book to understand what he was doing. And he's like actually killing it as like the lead deckhand position. And he feels good about himself, even though like he can't seem to nail it with. um, What's her name? Uh, Bugs. Bugs. Jess. Jess Bugs. Anna. Sandy. Malia. Bugs. Alex. Rob. A guy who got written off. Yeah, written off. They don't have to write him off. They edit him out. It's so funny. In the ninth episode, all he does is like, they go up and talk to him once. He's like, it's got nice. it. You got it. Isn't it nice? It's incredible. <laughs> it's so nice. I'm like, fuck this guy. So Kiko comes up to the guests and they all have different food restrictions and preferences. He's like, this person's vegetarian, but they eat fish. This person only eats fish. This person likes that. This person likes that. I'm like, oh my God, I would kill myself. And Kiko says he will follow all the notes and don't worry, he will nail it. And they're all happy and everyone's like, Kiko, except for they all call him like Keto. Which he doesn't seem to mind. Yeah, well, you know, he's the Kiko Guido. (laughs) Kiko Guido. (laughs) He is the Kiko Guido. So um, it's lunchtime and the guests love the food. But of course, Captain Sandy says the steak looks terrible because Kiko poured gravy on top of it. And Kiko's annoyed by this criticism. And I agree that it's unnecessary. It's like, you know he's struggling. Like, why come in and continue to, like, tell him everything sucks? Like, He makes it very clear that his food abilities fail when he feels like shit. And he just feels like shit. And they keep telling him he's shit. And it's like, yeah, he's going to feel more like shit. And you know what's going to suffer? The food. Yeah. So you shouldn't ever criticize anyone. Or else they'll be bad. It's not that. if anyone is bad, it's because you criticized them before. I want you to know that. It's because Captain Sandy won't back the fuck off. It's like, you've already given him hell. Now let him work. I don't like how she's acting. She thinks she needs to fuck off and let Kiko live. Sorry, I got so angry there for a second. Anyway, Hannah gives Kiko some tips for dinner because she really wants him to succeed. And she's like, make some potatoes gratin and, and chicken. And Kiko's like, chicken? 
you can't give these people chicken. And she's like, but that's what they said they like on their preference sheet, chicken. And he's a little like, uh, but he listens to Hannah. <sighs> this is so weird. Yeah, I agree. Is this the Vicodin? I mean, the Valium speaking? No, I think it's like she has only good intentions, yet seems to be like fucking him over in a way. Yeah, what is their weird relationship? They're besties. It's but how? Well, they're they like each other. They're friends. And when they, they in the next episode they kiss a bunch, <laughs> and it is so weird. I'm like, what is about to happen right now? They don't kiss. I mean, they kiss they on the cheek. They're very kiss, European. I know, but they did it like four times in a row, like passionately. <laughs> It was crazy. It's just like very foreign people like kiss a lot that's not like sexual. It's very like European in that way. Yes, and I do mean European on my shoe. (laughs) I'm sorry. Wow. So after lunch, the guests are playing with the water toys and the waves are really choppy for the jet skis. So two guests basically fall off and into the water and the jet ski flips over and Malia rips off her mic. She jumps into the water to help the guests out of the water. But all is well in the end. Malia saves the day. But really, the guests were like, one of the guests is like, I felt like I was dying. And I was like, oh, okay. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. Because you didn't die and now's the time to be cool about it. And like, you're wearing a life jacket. I mean, I guess the waves could take you away if they really wanted to, but. It was very choppy. It was. It was. I'll give her that. And that is all that will be given. Thank you, Nick. You're welcome. So Bug says she has mad drive for working. And it stems from the fact at her first chief stew role. She had a captain who told her that she would never, she was never going to last as a chief stew because she didn't have the experience, which in my opinion is a weird thing to say because you're like learning to be a chief stew as a chief stew. So like you're getting experience. So it seems weird to be like, you don't have the experience to be a chief stew. It's like, yeah, but I'm literally in the midst of getting the experience. But whatever. This captain said she didn't have the experience, so she wouldn't survive. And she says she can still remember to this day the burning need to prove him wrong. And she still has it. And that's why she's so obsessive. Anyway, Bug sets off at a beautiful dinner table for the guests. What is it, like an anniversary or something? I don't remember. Um, yeah, one couple's celebrating their 15th anniversary. Right. Because they got together when they were 15, like psychopaths, and never broke up, like idiots. Okay, calm down. <sighs> Sorry. What is, why would that make you so upset? Oh, my God. High school sweethearts. I hate high school sweethearts. You know why? Why? Because you got to look at more people. You can't look at your high school and think, yep, it's one of them. Could you imagine? If you had to pick someone in high school to to stay with forever. You got to get out in the world. You got to pursue... Your interests, and then meet someone through that. Hmm. That's my advice to you. Nice. And to everyone. Thank you. So, Captain Sandy joins the guests for dinner, uh, which just stresses Kiko out more. And one hiccup 
I mean, the food is good so far. But one hiccup is one of the guests wanted the same sea bass as another guest instead of the bacon-wrapped chicken, which is like, okay, that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. But so far, the food is good. Captain Sandy compliments Kiko and says she's never had an issue with the taste of Kiko's food, but it's she needs more of a super yacht style of dinner, which I guess she didn't think tonight's was because it was like potatoes gratin and bacon-wrapped chicken was not good enough for her. And she says, I really hope Kiko blows it out of the park the next night. <sighs> me, me too, too man. Me I'm too, fucking too. nervous. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back and finish the man. shit out of this episode. Ah, shit. I'm so nervous. When it comes to financial advice, you gotta trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. If you're looking to upgrade your wallet, you need to turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. If you're paying for vacations with whatever card is in your wallet, you could be missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. You can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. And we're back. You're nervous, Nick. I'm nervous. nervous. Yeah, I'm really nervous. So after that dinner, they everyone goes to bed, and it's the next day. So yeah, Jess has gotten a lot better at table decor and says Bugs has been a good influence on her. See, Bugs? No need to talk shit. And after breakfast, the guests are going on an excursion on land to go shopping and stuff and check some sites out. And Alex and Bugs, uh, Hannah sends Alex and Bugs, who are nervous to hang out with each other. And Alex says he likes Bugs because she's a weirdo. And she can go from like being a hard worker into the goofiest person in the world. And he's into it. Mm, wow. I mean, <laughs> the goofiest. Could you imagine knowing so few people that you describe Bugs as goofy? She's the goofiest person in the world, Nick. She is zero parts goofy. No, Nick. She's the goofiest person in the world. It's like, name one goofy thing about her. 
um, all the accessories she wears. <laughs> I mean, all right, now that's something. Okay. Now you're talking. Jesus, yeah. man, she's not goofy. She's a fucking dork. I think she's goofy when she drinks. But I think a lot of people can get goofy when they drink. I don't know. So, yeah, the guests go on the oldest electric tram, and it's pretty cool, and I want to go do that. And what is the city called? Solalele? Soleil. No. Solar. Soye. Solalele. It's called Soye. Soye. That's, I, what did I just say those times? <laughs> Solale. <laughs> mm, no, I said what that's you, not it. No, I said what you said. For sure, I said what you mm, said. Mm, I don't know. There's no way anyone can rewind and check, so it's fine. So the guests are spending the whole time trying to get Alex and Bugs to, like, hold hands and kiss, and Bugs is not having it because she's so embarrassed. She's like, stop, no. And they're like, you guys should hold hands. And she's like, no. And I'm like, girl, quit fighting it. Just fucking muck it up for these guests so you can get a big tip. And this, oh, God, this next part... I'll try and get through without crying. But so Hannah's trying to help Kiko succeed with the night's dinner because it's casino theme night and it's like Vegas and they're all hoping for a success. And Kiko says he's never been to Vegas. So he's concerned about the meal. And Hannah's like, well, do something very simple, like buffet style, like finger foods, like fried chicken and, and truffle fries and nachos and all this stuff. And he's like, okay, yeah. She's like, that's what I would eat in Vegas. And he's like, okay. I mean, when I think of Vegas, I think of like fancy, but all right, I'll follow what Hannah says because I trust her. Yeah. And basically that's the direction that Sandy's giving is that he should listen to Hannah. Cause she told Hannah that she needed to help him the way she helped the other chefs. Yeah. And she is trying to help. But he has to do Kiko, and unfortunately, that's not about to happen. So when Hannah sees what Kiko has eventually made and is sending out for dinner, she gets concerned because it's not what she has, what he had, and what she had in mind. Because it's just like giant plates of fried chicken, and like giant plates plates of fries, a giant plate of nachos, like a giant plate of like fried fish, just like a bunch of carbs and fried food. And Hannah's like, "Oh shit." And Malia says the nachos look disgusting and she doesn't want to serve them to the guests. And Captain Sandy doesn't look happy. The guests say the food's good, but they're very overwhelmed by how fried it is, how it's all like fried food and carbs. And Kiko almost has them put brownies out at the same time, but Captain Sandy blocks it and says, no, they have to wait for dessert time. And Captain Sandy is not happy with what is served, mostly the nachos, even though the guests say the food was very tasty and they technically asked for the nachos, but the, the nachos were just too ugly to put out. And she asks Bugs why she served them. And Bugs says it's because that's what she was told to do. She was just doing what she was supposed to do. And Captain Sandy's not happy. And so Bugs relays the info of what the guests said about the food being like a kid's birthday party to Kiko. And he says he did what Hannah told him, but now he's nervous and he feels like he fucked up. And Captain Sandy comes down to talk to Kiko and he defends himself and says he Googled it and he'd never been to Vegas and this is what he found and Hannah confirmed it. And she's like, don't bring Hannah into this. This is not her fault. And she tells him she didn't even like last night's dinner either. And Kiko says he gets it. 
and they will get through this charter and he'll leave. And it's so devastating. <sighs> it's just mm. fucked up. She's just like, you just. So he's like pulling actually a little bit of a bitch move. Like, uh, uh, what was that last bitch that left without getting fired? Parker? Oh. Parker. No, I mean, she's firing him and he understands. He's like, I get it. Yeah, but if it were me, I'd make her say the fucking words. Say them, bitch. Say them. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. That's the kind of stuff I do because I'm cool. Because I'm cool. I'm a cool dude. Thanks. Yeah, I just, man. I mean, he literally goes, yeah, I understand. Like, And she's like, let's get through this charter. And he's like, we get through this charter, and then I leave. And she says, yeah. Yep. So he knows he's being fired. It's not like he could have fought in that moment to stay. And I just found Captain Sandy such an asshole in this moment. And like, I was just so upset with everyone. And, and it's about me. And Hannah says that she will need therapy after this season. And I agree that I probably will too. And that's where the episode ends. And just ain't right. Just is not right. Boat facts? Uh, yeah, it's already time. It's time for I boat so facts bad. with Nikki T's. Okay. I hope it's uplifting because I'm on the edge oh. of a cliff. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Where on a sailboat are you most likely to find an angel? On a sailboat? Like at the very tip? The bow? On a sailboat. Nope. Nope. Nope and nope. An angel is another term for an anchor kellet or sentinel. This is a weight that is suspended from the anchor road some distance down from the bow to lower the angle between the lower part of the road and the sea bottom, thus increasing its holding power while also providing slack to absorb strain caused by gusts and waves, especially when there is not enough room to let out sufficient scope. And that's why they call it an angel, because it gives them miracles. It's a miracle worker. And that's boat facts, and I don't want to talk about it anymore. That's the end of the episode. Oh, so it's like, it's not like a figurine. It's like a, just a word they use to describe a part of the boat, which is the anchor area. Cool. Well, since I'm not allowed to speak any further and Nick refuses to go on, that was season five, Below Deck Med, episode nine, in my opinion, the most devastating episode to have ever been on this show. I don't think I'll ever recover, and I will need therapy, just like Hannah. And it Why just are you right. more devastated by this episode than the next episode? Because where this Kiko is, cries for the entire episode. Because I that's the worst I had, episode. I have already. Like, this is the episode I had to accept that Kiko was leaving, and I did not like how Captain Sandy treated him. I thought it was shitty. And he got fucked over, even though Hannah only had good intentions, and it just it just wasn't right, Nick. It just wasn't right. None of this was right. All right. Well, bye. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Sorry this episode was so emotional. Follow us at Deckheads Pod on Instagram and Twitter. We're making a lot of fun content for you to look at. I'm so sorry. Email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com. I'm at Anna Hosin. Nick is at Nick's Turners. We got merch on Public. Check it out. Leave us a five-star review. 
We got some good ones. I'm going to read them next episode. I love you guys. Thank you so much for all the support. We really appreciate you guys actually leaving the reviews and helping us out. Like you, you truly don't know how much it means to us. Like it, it warms my heart in a way that this episode was not able to with how Kiko was treated. And, you know, we just shout out to Kiko. Probably one of the greatest people to have ever been on this show. Just a kind, kind, good soul. Couldn't cut it for 180 or whatever feet boat super yacht but he's a man all right guys we're out of here bye deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows this is malcolm gladwell from revisionist history eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> Love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.